back to the STG Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 10. We got all three of us on the line today. As per usual, what's up, Clark? Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Jesse, how are we doing? Great. Very great. We are uh, we're coming live to you guys. We're recording on Easter Sunday, so we took a little time throughout our day to just meet up as as our brethren, if you want to call it that, and uh, just like catch it. up and then also record this podcast. We uh, got some exciting news to talk about towards the end, but we also have a very interesting topic today. And I know throughout the week, we were kind of struggling to come up with what we wanted to talk about. And Jesse actually came up with a topic that I think is going to be very interesting to talk about, and that's fitness being an ethical, ethical responsibility for everyone. So before we dive into that, we're going to kick this thing off as we usually do and just kind of talk about our past week of lifting, how life's going, and yeah, just kind of catch up with the three of us. So whichever one of you two want to start this thing off and just talk about how life's been, go for it. I guess I'll start. Clark kind of nodded there. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, training still is going pretty good. Knee uh, is... You know, I mean, I haven't had any pain the past couple of weeks from training. So that tells me that I can just keep on plugging away and keep on pushing. I did my first track workout the other day, which was awesome. Uh, my legs in general are sore because I haven't done that much fast paced running in a little while, different muscle usage. But uh, other than that, feeling good. If you had seen our recent Instagram post from Saturday night, I posted a fitness log of, of base, the entire week of training. Um, and that's basically kind of a preview of a new program. Um, so I guess that's one added thing of news to this is a new program under the way, uh, mostly just an athlete program, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, conditioning, just being a well-rounded athlete, um, especially coming in the summertime, people being outdoors, um, being able to go run and stuff like that. So that's a new program that'll probably come. I'm hoping in May, um, for people. So, uh other than that it's great first church service in over a year felt great to do that today that's awesome that is awesome um for me the week has been a pretty long week had two tests this week so i actually had to take like a couple random days during the week off from lifting just because of being busy with all that which like we said in one of our previous podcasts not the end of the world but definitely kind of makes things a little inconsistent, makes things a little tougher. Um, I'm going to probably hit an evening lift this tonight uh, just to kind of get ca catching back up onto my schedule. But the times I've been in there, I've been getting after it. It's been going pretty well. I uh, just need to try and, and get back to that everyday schedule. But, you know, sometimes school happens and um, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I definitely felt that stress this week as well, Clark. I had a I think it was like a five-page single-space paper due on Friday. Ew. When you equate to like single-space paper. Yeah, single. Oh. I'm used to double-space, oh. so that would have been like I know. pages. <laughs> and I'm, that, yeah, this week it was – I mean, I had a day where I just went down to the home gym and kind of just stayed in, had to alternate uh, some of the times I usually lifted at. So I definitely feel you on getting back on track. I'm about to – Go for a walk because we enjoyed ourselves for Easter breakfast this morning. So gonna gonna get some light cardio in and just go for a nice walk and 
prepare for a deload week because we've been hitting it pretty hard and we're uh we're gonna dial it back a little bit so we can come back even harder so yeah just life's busy life's good though god's good all the time so always amen always (laughs) always so without further ado let's uh let's just go let's get straight into this topic and you know why is fitness important in general for people i guess we'll start off with that so yeah that's kind of just an easy place to start off. Um, I think we all know it's kind of a given that some sort of fitness, physical activity um, every day, like being outside or active for an hour a day, um, not necessarily at an hour at one time, but you know, if you work a very busy schedule, a 10 minute walk here and there, you go on a break, take a 10 minute walk, whatever, or first thing when you wake up in the morning, some people go for a walk, um, whether you're walking your dog or whatever, but having some type of fitness and just moving is good for your general health, physical health, mental health, um, relieving stress in some way, everybody's, um, fitness, uh, the area of fitness that they focus on is different for everybody. Lifting endurance training, just taking a walk. Um, I think one of those things that's so important for people in fitness, especially earlier in life is it's going to benefit you later in life. Um, the older we get, the harder it becomes to get fit, the harder it becomes to burn body fat, burning calories. Um, you know, in your thirties, your forties, as you get older, your metabolism, your metabolism can kind of slow down. You see an increased people, um, at an older age that are, um, obese or you have heart diseases, um, increased risk of heart attacks and stuff. So I think having a general amount of fitness, and a routine, the younger you are, the better it's going to benefit you at an older age. And also to say that no matter what age you are, it's never too late to start. Um, just a little bit of background with that, something that's important to me with in this topic is my own family. My parents are older. Um, in the fall, my mom had a little bit of a, a small stroke. She's okay now, but she's in her early 70s and she's starting to take care of her fitness more. Um, I've been on top of her, like pushing her to do things more often, but she's definitely already getting the benefits out of it, losing weight, just being healthier. She's being told by some doctors, you should be taking still some of this medication, but she hasn't had to take it because of a better um, daily physical activity, eating better, just on a consistent basis. So that was kind of a long talk, but it's just good for the general health for the short term and long term. No, I I think you just had a I think what you just said was very helpful for the people out there listening and um I kind of have a similar story to yours Jesse is my parents uh when I first when I started my my prep for this powerlifting meet my parents started to get into losing weight and focusing on their fitness a little bit more and prior to me just like just lifting. Like I never had really focused on truly losing weight for a competition. So I've never like, I've never really had a main focus on losing weight. Um, my parents were like, really, all you're doing is you're just in a caloric deficit. Like I'm just tracking what I'm eating. I'm getting my daily protein amounts in. And that's kind of what we did. What I did with them is, you know, let's start tracking like what you guys are eating. Let's put you in a caloric deficit. And both of them have lost significant amounts of weight. 
And uh, we actually had some family friends over for Easter breakfast this morning and like to see their reactions of like, wow, like you guys have like all lost like a ton of weight. Like you guys are looking so good. And the first question goes to like, you know, what, what, what special tea are you on? Like, what are you taking to like lose that weight and everything? And right. Um, as like simple as it sounds, like it's also been just a very uh, fun journey for my family to see my family uh, get healthier. And I want to give them a huge shout out because I know they've been really grinding and really putting some work into it. And it's just been so cool to, to be a part of that journey with them. Definitely. To uh awesome stories. I don't have any uh, earth shattering stories to go along with it, but just, just to add to it, like that, the physical benefits that both of your guys' parents have reaped from that and the physical benefits that all of us have reaped from it. And just everyone in general, being able to stay healthier is, is an awesome thing that I think fitness can provide for everyone. But also, I think we're going to talk more about it later too, but the mental health and mental cognition of people that are healthier is a huge aspect of fitness as well. Um, I know back in high school and middle school, all of you guys that had morning practices or had to wake up really early to go in for a meeting or whatever, uh, just getting up and moving around. If you ever pay attention to that, if you have something like before class or before work, and then you go into your actual job and your actual classes, you perform five times better, 10 times better. You, you can tell your brain is sharper and it's in a better condition and just being physically fit and physically active can help you become a smarter, sharper, more in tune to the environment type of person. And that's going to help you get somewhere in life. And you're going to look dang good doing it too, which is an awesome benefit. Yeah. I think that's once like kind of, you mentioned a little bit, um, some of the younger age, um, whatever age our audience is, it's probably around us, you know, between twenties and thirties, but you have siblings or you have kids and stuff. And it's just developing um, a physical activity um, regimen and discipline to follow for the rest of your life is a big deal. I know for myself, when I'm coaching high school athletes to lift weights, um, I try to relate certain movements as much as I can to their sport to help them understand and we're not just doing this for no reason. There's a reason why we do this. You need to be strong in this position. You need to make sure sometimes when you land in this way, there's a chance for injury. But if we strengthen this body part, um, the risk of injury is going to be a lot lower. That's one of my focuses. But my other goal is to educate them on health and fitness to take away after high school. So many people, whether you played high school sports or some people that have gone on to play college sports, once that's over, people don't have that drive. They're not necessarily working for something. They're not lifting for a sport anymore. So like, well, what do I do? You know, and they let it go. Um, a lot of people end up in their thirties and forties. They haven't worked out in 10 years. And they're like, Oh, I wish I was in shape. Like when I was in high school or when I was in college, man, I was a beast and all this stuff. It's like, okay, well, why'd you stop? Why, why stop, you know, your health and fitness journey? Life doesn't end when you get out of college or high school, you got to keep your health and fitness going for 40, 50 more years. Um, so, you know, it's a point where if you can just keep it going, the earlier you start, there's no reason to wait on it and keep putting it off. Just start taking care of yourself. It's just good in general 
for you, no matter what that level is. Maybe you're just physically active three days a week for an hour. Um, maybe once you start that type of fitness journey, you realize what you're capable of and you want to push yourself more. Maybe you want, you know, why not? Let me, let me try a local powerlifting meet, see how strong I am. And there's so many places out there, whether it's a local gym, has a local powerlifting or strongman meet, um, you have a local marathon that happens. There's so many different aspects. You don't have to be an elite athlete, but you can compete in local competitions and train for something and have goals. I think that's another important um, little bit of another podcast is having goals. But um, yeah. Jesse, I think you actually just like you brought up a good point a couple minutes ago about when someone stops playing sports, like when their athletic career is over or like when they get out of college and they don't have that necessarily that environment where the gym is just naturally right there, how easy it is to fall off the wagon of big time being in tune with your fitness. And I, I felt, I felt that mindset. I didn't completely leave the fitness industry, but like when, when I stopped playing baseball, my first time in the gym, I was like, Oh, like what, what do I do now? Because yeah, you you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to work on my elbow or my shoulder to keep those nice and flexible for throwing or really just a lot of like the movements I was doing for baseball. It's like, all right, I don't really need to do that anymore because I'm not playing baseball anymore. And I, I think it's very easy if you do not have the clearest mindset of like what you want to do post athletic career, like with your fitness and how you're going to stay in shape. I think it's very easy to fall into a mindset of just like not working out or just kind of falling away from working out. And I think a big thing for me was having you two as kind of my accountability partners. And then I know Jesse, like you took on my programming almost immediately after I was done with baseball, but I can't express the importance of having an accountability partner or even just finding someone that can do your programming for you to help you initially get you on track of where you want to go, find out what you like. And I think it's important to have someone who's knowledgeable about the industry because they can kind of guide you in a perspective of maybe you should go and maybe you should do a bodybuilding show. Maybe you should do a powerlifting meet like, and help you find those, those passions within you. And I'm not necessarily saying you have to compete if you lift, but there's definitely people out there that can guide you in the right direction of where that right move could be to keep you in it. Yeah. Whether that's friends, um, you do find yourself um, using a coach, just surrounding yourself in some way with the right group of people that are going to help you push to be a better you being a stronger version of yourself. I know that's a cliche saying, but it's true being physically and mentally um, tougher and stronger, more capable, more confident um, is going to help you in all aspects of life. I leave um, Clark, if you have anything to say, I think that's a good point to transition into the next, uh, next part here. Yeah, no, I, I think you guys hit it pretty <clears throat> pretty on the head with everything that you guys said. I, I definitely agree a lot with, you know, after you're done playing a sport or after you graduate college or high school, it's, it is really easy to fall off. Um, and, and just remember that everything we said at the beginning of this podcast for physical and mental health and living longer and having a happier, you know, more mentally aware and sharper life is, is something that you're going to get if you continue and not just stop. Uh, right after, you know, I don't have to 
lift to to go to a bodybuilding show. I don't have to lift to power lift have a powerlifting meet anymore. I don't have to play another baseball game. So why lift? And it's because of what we talked about at the beginning. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I guess we we can kind of dive into I don't know if we want to dive into that second question on the agenda of why is some level of fitness essential for different aspects of life? Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, because this is where kind of the title, um, why, you know, I think every single person out there has an ethical responsibility for yourself, for everyone um, to be fit, some level of fitness. Um, You know, we just talked about why it's good for you in general, just general health, but talking about the physical, mental toughness, the confidence, the self-awareness that fitness brings things to people. Um, I know that nobody plans anything necessarily to happen in life. You don't schedule in a, I know this is a little extreme, but nobody plans on having a life or death situation. Nobody thinks, okay, on Thursday, I'm going to get myself into some crazy situation and I need to fear for my life. Nobody schedules that in. Sometimes things just happen. Um, You know, people, especially where I live, Um, In a mountain town, there are people who go on hikes, they end up going off of a trail, they don't know where they're at. So having some kind of, you know, if you are physically capable um, and confident of handling a situation, being able to move your body in certain ways, you got to pull yourself up um, over a rock, you got to pull yourself up from something, the more mentally clear you're going to be. You're not going to worry about your physical capabilities if you are physically capable in the first place. Um, Nobody plans on being in those life and death situations. Maybe you have to run away from something. Um, Maybe you have to run to something to help somebody. There's so many situations out there that could happen in life and you never know. If you always walk around with the mentality of this is never going to happen to me, in the event that it happens, you're gonna be unprepared. And I'm not saying that you have to go out and be some kind of survival specialist by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is take care of your health and fitness to some degree so that if something were to happen, you're more prepared for it. You can help other people. You can help yourself. Um, yeah, that, that, that's where I come from with that kind of stuff. I feel like the more we, so Jesse, I think you mentioned this in last week's podcast episode, and I had never even like thought about this before of like, you know, like fitness really is it. I mean, it's kind of preparing you for like those situations you might not ever prepare or might not ever like think what could happen or, you know, things just pop up. But I like to think of fitness kind of as like an insurance policy as well. Like very true. You've got insurance. You're, you're paying your monthly dues, you know, for us in, in the fitness world, we're paying our daily dues of going to the gym, battering our body sometimes, you know, preparing, getting it stronger. Um, you name it. And you just never know when you're going to have to put that insurance policy into place. And when, when that time comes, I guess you'll know. And yeah, I, I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but I don't know. I just kind of made that correlation as you were talking about it. No, that so, totally yeah, makes and, sense. Go ahead, Clark. Yeah, no, I, I'm just wanting to kind of say that we're not saying that you have to be a huge body builder, or a huge power lifter to be, in shape in case something bad's going to happen. Like, you know, someone like me or Grant or Jesse, you know, three people that are 
you know, we're all in really good shape, but I mean, none of us are, you know, Steve Cook, none of us are Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, you know, so we're, we're just, we're saying that, you know, in the event, you know, that we need to blockade a door and, and help someone move a dresser or, you know, like Jesse said, if you're about to slip and fall off, like just do a, do a, a small pull up or just, just doing a little bit. We're not saying, you know, we need to pick rocks off of someone else's up off someone else's body to keep them from, from, you know, dying or whatever. But um, obviously you would help them if that's the case, you know, I'm not trying to discount that, but you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to be this big, you know, Iron Man, Superman person. It's just sometimes things can happen and to have a baseline of fitness to be able to have the endurance to run a mile away from someone or have the a little bit of strength to just blockade a door in case someone is trying to come in that's not supposed to be coming you know it's not like you know we're needing you to take someone down or you know fight someone you know it's just having a baseline a lot of a lot of people in the fitness industry um, have had that and have been involved in sports and kind of take that for granted. Like, Oh, if something happens, you know, I'll just run away. But yeah, you know, some people that haven't done a, a single ounce of cardio or, or lifting for 10 years aren't, aren't going to be able to do that. So I think just within the fitness industry and, and world as a whole, it's, it's good to warn people like, Hey, you know, don't be scared and walk around like you're like, something's always going to happen to you, but have a baseline of, health and fitness in case of the small 0.1% chance something's going to happen to you. Definitely. I think you made a good point is like, don't, by no means do you have to live in fear, but you know, in, in some type of way you're prepared for something to happen, whether it's some kind of natural disaster. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think of, I think of things in the past that I've heard from other it, myself last summer, um, we were, you know, I live in California. We were looking for a puppy. We went somewhere, we got a puppy and we were driving back. And at some point, um, it wasn't me who was driving. I, I, honestly, I wasn't driving, but, uh, my, I don't know, one of my parents was driving and they realized the gas light was on and we don't know how far away we were from a gas station or anything. We didn't pay attention and we ended up running out of gas. And we're on a highway, it's in the middle of the desert, not necessarily saying that we're completely stranded. Like this is the popular highway. We're like, okay, we'll, we'll sit here. There's gonna be a car that comes by. For some reason on that specific day, God knows why, there wasn't any cars going around. We didn't have any phone service. Um, we've driven along this highway so many times, we kind of knew where we were at. I ran a mile to a gas station and got gas and had to run back. I'm not, not my life wasn't at risk, but I knew I was capable of running somewhere to get gas. I knew where I was. Um, it wasn't like, okay, this is a terrible situation. We're not stranded in the middle of nowhere, you know, but the off chance of not having anyone drive on that highway um, was a very low chance, but it happened. And I was physically capable to do something that helped us. Um, you know, you could have walked or whatever, but it was two miles. It's not that far. So I think having some kind of general fitness or preparedness is just good for people. And another simple thing that probably happens to every single person at some point in their life, they're going to slip and fall. You know, if it's winter and you slip on fall on ice, if you are 
physically fit in some kind of way, you lift weights, it is scientifically proven that your bone density can increase. Um, having more muscle mass is going to protect your bone structure, your skeleton, your overall skeleton. If you have maybe some kind of physical um, fitness ability, if you slip and fall, you're not going to break bone. Um, you're not going to get severely hurt or something like that. So, I mean, that's just a small aspect where you got to take care of yourself. I mean, you, you could even look at like core stability too and prevent the fall yeah. from happening. Like, yeah, prevent it from happening in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think we bring up all really good points. Do you guys want to add anything to that point? Uh, there was something that I thought about a second ago, but I can't remember. I wrote down in our notes here, a lot of times you hear it within athletics, um, being cool, cool, calm, and collected. But as that's a very real thing in anybody in any kind, of, any kind of emergency situation. You know, we were all RAs in college. One of the first things they tell you to do is, like, be calm. You know, well, I actually, I want to, I want to give a shout out to our, our late friend T Briggs, calm, okay. clear, and confident. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a, that will always stick with me. Yeah. Always. Um, I'm going to make it, make it sad, Grant. I'm sorry. Um, I've got, I got uh, chills. Yeah, that. that's a, that's a very good saying. And, and it's very true. Cause you never know when something's going to happen. Um, but being able to help other people, being able to help yourself, I think just an ethical responsibility. You look at so many of the things that go on in this world, especially uh, more often today, like increasing numbers of people with obesity, heart disease, high blood pressure, heart attacks. Um, and some of these things happening at a younger and younger age. Um, but, you know, if, if everybody in general is a little bit more fit and you take care of your, your fitness and your health, um, the better it is for everybody. You don't have to like, like what, what's going to be more expensive. If you want to talk about money, what's more, more expensive paying for a monthly gym membership and using it all the time or not being fit at all. And then when you're 65, you have a heart attack and now you have tens of thousands of dollars of medical bills. And now because you're older, it's going to be harder for you to get healthy. Not that it's not possible. I mean, you know, like I said at the beginning, my own parents, my, my mom is definitely getting healthier and she's in her early 70s. But, you know, the earlier that you can take care of yourself, the better. There's a lot of people that say, oh, I, I can't pay for a gym membership. Well, what are you spending other money on? Are you spending money on things that aren't going to benefit you in some kind of way? You know, I think a financial responsibility is, is definitely a large large topic everybody's situation is different but in terms of that medical bills man those things are terrible yeah I mean, I, medical, I, medical bills can destroy your uh financial situation yeah i've actually seen on twitter and on instagram it's like it's like quoted you know life is hard choose your hard yeah is it going to be the hard of showing up to the gym every day and putting in that work and staying healthy because that, that staying fit is not easy point blank. You get you, it, it takes discipline and takes a lot of work, but also not working out and living an unhealthy lifestyle is another type of hard you're talking about. And you, and you got to choose which one you want to deal with. And I, yeah, I, I totally agree with the point that you just brought up, Jesse. Yeah, you do. 
there is definitely an area where at a point in your fitness journey, you're going to have to choose to do things that become a little bit harder. If that's just an aspect of training, you have to cause a little bit of stress to your body to make adaptations, whether that's physical or mental changes, changing your mindset, changing and adapting your physical capabilities um, does take hard work. Um, but it's not as hard as people want to make it to just get started. You don't have to start off going, oh my gosh, I need to go to the gym six days a week for two hours a day. No, just take a 30 minute walk every other day and choose a little bit healthier foods once in a while. Instead of drinking three sodas, drink one soda a day. It's like there's tiny little changes that you can make on a consistent basis. You don't have to, you don't have to completely throw out your current life and change it tomorrow. But if you change one little aspect for one month, it's, it's April. Anybody out there, if you want to make a, a ethical responsibility to change something in your life for the month of April, just add a 30-minute walk at least every other day, if not every day. That's the only thing you have to change in your life. Just add that. And then the next month, add something else. Maybe you do um, a, a cardio workout three days a week. And now you add 45 minutes of weight training two days a week. Now you're physically active five days a week. Do that for a month. Now you're starting to have change. Now you realize, okay, I should start looking at my diet now. Um, I, I do drink a lot of soda or I have too much sugar in my diet or a little bit too much fat. Um, I need to make a little bit of a change. Maybe I should substitute something for more like you know, a chicken salad or just drink more water. One little thing every month. If you did that for an entire year, every month you add something small into your routine within a year, you've made 12 changes. Understand the impact that that will make in somebody's life in one year. The, the things you're going to learn about yourself, you're going to be more fit. Um, you're going to be more confident, more mentally tough, physically tough. Um, all of these things are just it's going to turn your life around one, one little step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Clark, you, got, really you want to like, add something? Yeah. Just real quick. Um, real brief. I really like that whole thing about the hospital bills and, you know, working in the medical industry, I know how expensive they can be and how hard that is on family and friends. And, and even the person that's in that situation, once they get out of the hospital and I know it's really hard. A lot of our listeners are, you know, 20, 30 years old, um, maybe even younger. And it's really hard to think right now, you know, if, if I stop working out for a few years to really get my feet under me at work, or, you know, just take some time off because I spent 16 years playing sports. Um, I, I understand where you're coming from, if you have that mindset, but you need to be able to um, understand that your body ad adapts, whether to get stronger or weaker, very fast been studies done that you can lose all of your muscle strength that you've gained within like within like two or three weeks you've lost like a ton of whatever you gained and then after like 10 weeks you've lost everything i i can get the exact numbers for for next episode but it's it's something along those lines but my point being is if you're taking a couple years off three years off that's a huge chunk of time of your fitness life and i really think that 
understanding and having the mental insight for the future that, you know, yeah. if I take a few years off this, this, and this can happen. And, and once you take a few years off, like anything, it's harder to get back into it. So I really think that it's crucial to understand the benefits of fitness and understand what can go wrong and what can happen um, and how expensive it can be right now. So when you get to that, so you can prevent that from happening. Now, if you're an older person and you're listening, don't think, oh shoot, like I missed the point where I prevented that from happening or this could happen any day I'm older. That's not true at all. You can start today um, taking that 30 minute walk, like Jesse said, and doing that three times a week. And then once you get better at that, increasing it to five and then six. And then, you know, I was going for half a mile, now one mile. And then next thing you know, you have better endurance and you can jog. So there's something you can do today, no matter what stage of the game you're in. And that's going to help you um, live a day longer, live healthier and, and make things cheaper. Definitely love it. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Um, so talking about, you know, general fitness goals, qualities, the general public should have. Um, how do you guys want to attack that subject? Um, I mean, kind of after what we talked about, like, you know, not everybody's going to be able to just walk out the door and run a mile. But right. I think as a goal to be um, more healthy for yourself in general, I do think most people, everybody, not most people, I think everybody should be able to run a sub- 15 minute mile. I don't think that's that hard. Um, it might be something that you're going to have to work for over time. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen in a week, but you know, you take your walks, you get better at something. Um, I know a lot of people who have changed their life by just taking walks throughout the day. And, and now they're into endurance training. And it's like, I can do a five mile run, you know, and it's no problem. Um, to a lot of people that's going to seem extreme, like what five miles, are you kidding me? I'm going to, I'm going to fall over if I try to do that. Well, focus on the small part. If you don't, if you're not physically active now, then just start small with a, a 20 minute walk every day and just have a progressive overload training adaptation that just makes you get better. So, um, a certain amount of aerobic ability, you know, that's something I think people should shoot for. And in terms of strength, I mean, picking your body weight, body weight off of the ground in a deadlift. Um, I, I think is something most people should be able to do and work towards basic strength training and even doing one pull-up. I think, you know, one pull-up, lift your body weight um, off the ground and a sub 15 minute mile. I love that. Yeah. Those are good, really good, you know, tactical. And, and it's not, it's not insanely tough. You know, if you, you got to understand in, in a, like we said, in a life and death situation, you also got adrenaline going, your flight or flight, fight or flight response. Um, so that in those kinds of situations, that makes an impact. But just in general, I think those are good goals to aim for. Yeah, yeah, I think those are definitely really good goals and a really good tactical like number and, and physical thing to see. And I think just really briefly, the biggest thing that the biggest strength that anyone can have in fitness is understanding what they can and can't do and not trying to push themselves too much or not trying to underdose what they can do. Uh, so if you're just starting out and you're just getting into this and you think, okay, well, I don't even think I can do one pull-up. I don't even think, 
you know, I can pick up my body weight off the ground. Don't go in and try and force yourself to do a 200 pound deadlift if you can't. Absolutely. You know, so I, I think just understanding your own body and understanding, okay, like maybe these are the general levels of fitness I should have, but let me just work my way up to it and not care what other people in the gym think. And you can look back to our, our previous episode about motivation and learn more about that. But I think that's a big thing that the general public needs to know as well in terms of fitness is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. I think it's also being honest with yourself as well. Just trying to be better, even if it's 1% better day in and day out. Um, I think those are both really good goals. So, all right, well, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, We have a short drop coming in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be banking announcement. You're hearing this Monday morning. The announcement will be coming out Monday afternoon. We look forward to uh, sharing the news with you all. We hope you have a great week. Let's get after it this week. Do something great today. Make someone smile. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. See you guys next week.